Hey guys, it's Kara and Tasha. Get in, we're going to the Windy City Smokeout. We had a jam-packed weekend the first weekend in August. Not only did we start new jobs two days prior to, then we had a quick vacation to Ohio for Willie Nelson. Hope you tuned into that episode. Now we're on our way to the Windy City itself. Six whole hours. Six hours in the car to the Windy City Smokeout in downtown Chicago. Um, definitely was a bucket list concert for me. A festival, I guess. I've been looking into going uh, probably, I don't know how long it's been around, but I want to say it's been like seven, six, seven years already. I don't know. I had actually never heard of it. And then when Kara mentioned it, we had this, we had an absolutely absurd idea in our heads. And we were really going to see Morgan Wallen on Thursday in Atlanta, make our way to Ohio for Willie Nelson on Friday, Windy City smoke out Saturday, somehow make it back to Florida Sunday. Needless to say, the Atlanta part of Morgan Wallen got nixed from the plan, but this still was not... These places aren't close to each no, other. this wasn't like an easy yawn. <laughs> shout out to my mom for making the trip with us and her boyfriend, Will, because they drove us while we slept in the car. Yeah, because we needed it. We like, were tired. If we would have had to drive, it would have been... We got in pretty late to Ohio Thursday night. We did Willie Nelson on Saturday or Friday with my gram. I mean... Because it's a six-hour drive, we had to wake up pretty early to get there at a decent time on Saturday. Yeah. And then literally Sunday, we drove back to Ohio to hop on a plane at almost 10 p.m. Sunday night. Yeah. So it was it was a jam-packed weekend. We were really going for it big time. But, but I would say this was a really good... To us, it was an end-of-the-summer trip. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because we have a couple concerts lined up, but this was the end of, like, summer for us. Yeah. So, we went out with a bang. Sure did. Started with one, ended with one. Back to back to back. So, I had actually never heard of Windy City until Kara brought it up. And I was like, yeah, let's just do it. We are here for all the shows. But the biggest selling point for me was Sam Hunt. He does not tour frequently. I know we did cover him at the Strawberry Festival. But he doesn't... He hasn't had a headlining tour since pre-COVID... That was consistent. So he's had dates and he does have a concert list, but not, it's very sporadic. No, it's not like a full on tour. And it's he adds like, dates here and there. Yeah, I think it like actually Linton. has bridged into a full on tour. Now. Really? I don't even know. All I, he did play in Alaska not too long ago and we. <laughs> we're not really sure how. <laughs> we're crazy and we're like, let's, let's go to Alaska. That wasn't happening, but. It's on the bucket list. It is. We want to see a concert in every state. So we were like, this would have been the perfect chance to cross okay. Alaska off our list. Well, we've crossed Illinois off. We absolutely have. And so we get there. We check in at our hotel. Thankfully, we were able to check in a little bit early, which was convenient. Get ready, and we were good to go. Mm-hmm. If you know me, you know I'm late for everything. And shockingly, we were early. We were impressed. early. We got there. Uh, Lily Rose, Lily Rose. Uh, took the stage first. It was a four- person lineup that night um so she took the stage first we got in we got to see a couple of her songs um if you have not checked her out definitely do so i say this every time we hear of her i tell kara she was found it on tiktok i just get so excited when people make it from a platform such as tiktok because we know how many people tiktok reaches 
But at the same time, that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know how many people it reaches. Well, there's somebody else just like you out there trying to make it. Right, and she really grasped onto, she really got an audience to grasp onto her, which is not easy to do. I really enjoy her. I hope she continues. I do believe she mentioned that she's going to be on the Sam Hunt tour, and I think that's the perfect audience for her. I agree. And I think that it'll definitely spark some people's interest. She said the label. Did she say she was on Big Machine? I'm not sure. I wasn't paying much attention. She said the label, but um, she also, like, said, you know, she's really in that crowd with, like, Ernest, Hardy, Morgan Wallen. Like, they're writing together and doing things together. Yeah, she did sing a so, song that was written by them. That's definitely, like, a good... I think that's a good part of of the world for her to be in right now because it's really fits her style. Yeah. Right when we got in, though, to give a little glimpse of the setup... This is all in the United Center parking lot, which seems kind of interesting because normally when I get to like a festival, it's in the grass, it's out in the middle of nowhere, that kind of thing. And this was definitely in the middle of Chicago in a parking lot. middle of the city in the parking lot. And they sell themselves really on the barbecue. That's why it's a smokeout. And there's definitely plenty of food options, but we walk right in. I did my hair all cute because I was like, I'm going to go for the festival look this time. Mm -hmm. Did bubble braids. They looked great. Only to get out of the car and have, like, five of them pop. Yeah. So we walked right into the United Center, which was a plus for me for this venue. You were able to go inside, and it was, like, 95 degrees that day. Yes, and uh, you're in a parking lot, so you're on blacktop, which makes it probably hotter. Absolutely. Now, you occasionally did get that windy city breeze. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Because I've only been to Chicago one other time prior to this. It was not for a concert. But I liked that we were able to walk inside. We were able to cool down. I was able to find a mirror to fix those bubble braids <laughs> into French braids. Sometimes you just got to go with the flow, you know? Salty. Change the style. But I will say, in addition to the food, one thing that was really, that I was seeing on Instagram a lot was Instagrammable photos. Yeah, there was a lot of backdrops and setups to like, you know, stop and take pictures, which you'll see a lot of on our Instagram page if you follow us. I'm all about the pictures. So uh, there was like a truck. There was there was a couple things that we didn't even stumble upon. No. Like I saw like a boot wall. There was a flower wall. Uh, Casamigos was a sponsor. So they had like a swing with their logo in the background. Super cute things. Um, if you had the four day pass, I'm sure you had more of an opportunity to check those things out. Yeah. Where we were there one day. I think as soon as we saw Lily Rose perform, we were like, yeah, can't wait for next year. Like, uh-huh. just the aesthetic. Well, I mean, we were just getting in. Like, the whole process was Convenient. so easy. So they send you a wristband, um, which is not new, but some of the things that they did with the wristband were different than I had done at other uh, venues. So they send you a wristband, you register it online, um... And you can attach a credit card to it. That is dangerous. It is very dangerous. But essentially, you don't need anything with you besides your ID. And in some states, that's on your phone. So um, there's like, they're really getting to the point where they just really don't want you to have to bring anything if you don't no. absolutely need it. Um, so you're not lugging things around. And... When you go up to the registers, every register had, like, a, a tap, and you put in a pin, like, you're using a, 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 a debit, debit card, card, and you're able to pay, and it's just so, it was so convenient. I really liked that part. Very dangerous. I will start saving now for Windy City next year. But, 10 out of 10, I thought that feature alone sold the concert. 
Yeah, because it was just, it took it one step further than some other festivals. I do look forward to seeing other festivals start implementing that. I can I hope definitely so. see that coming in the future. I don't know if this was the first year of them doing that, but it did seem kind of new. But even if you didn't have a credit card, there was an option for you to go and put money, like take cash and put money on the card that way, which I thought was really cool. We obviously didn't have to do that. The other perk that I thought was nice was that there were water stations set up around and you could yeah. fill up water bottles. Some places let you do that and some don't. Mm-hmm. It just depends on your show. It was 100% necessary that day. 100%. I rarely drink water like that. Like No, you like needed to. I'm drinking my drinks. But that day I was like, oh gosh, where's the water? Mm-hmm. Like Because if not, I guarantee you there would have been people passing out left and right. Yeah. But it was something they had prior to that. So it wasn't like they said all of a sudden. It wasn't reactionary. It was, they really thought about that and needing it and, and setting up. And I they thought were that was great. In several places. Yes. They were easy to find and easy to get to. So and that was nice. So we saw Lily Rose. We saw Mackenzie Porter. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy to get around in this venue. And well, those were the two early those artists. Those two early artists, it was and easy so to get around. In my head, we were going right up front for Jordan Davis. So we go and grab some ribs, which were spot on. Phenomenal. Yeah. Only being there one day, we didn't get a chance to really venture out into the whole barbecue thing, but definitely something I would want to do. Um, that would be something I would. They get ven- or, um It's almost like a barbecue festival in, in itself where yeah. they're. Um, pulling people from across the country. I thought that um, was the neat part, that it wasn't local. It wasn't all local, and it didn't have to be local. No. So they had so many different options to choose from, different kinds of barbecue, because you know that in different parts of the state, it's all sorts of different tastes and styles. So really, really good food. We did some ribs and then some cheese fries. Um, start to go up for Jordan Davis, and it starts getting a little more packed. Yeah. I find is a hole, and I'm like, let's go this way. We got room up here. and So we zigzagged our way. We followed people. Oh, absolutely. We, we were like, we're with them. Never met them before in our lives. And I couldn't even tell you what they looked like now if I wanted to. No. <laughs> but we, we made it pretty far up. Um, we have great pictures. Mm-hmm. I was thrilled to see Jordan Davis again. We obviously saw him at House of Blues. We even talked about how this was like our first episode where we're Repeating re-reviewing someone. Artists. And I was thrilled. I was like, I can't wait to hear some of these songs again. I've really started to dive into him more, which we laughed about this when we saw Cody Johnson of I knew old Kojo, Kara knew new Kojo. It's basically the The opposite opposite. now. She knows old Jordan Davis. I'm into every single new Jordan Davis song. I love him. And then especially meeting him at CMA Fest, serving us Bush Light. (laughs) Which he definitely didn't. We That was the whole premise of it. But I just love it when an artist does that. Like, he didn't have to do any of that. So, No, especially attached. since he wasn't even... I mean, he played Spotify House while he was there, but he wasn't doing anything musically. He was literally just like, let me be in town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, really have attached to him since then. So, I was thrilled to see him. My suggestion was that he starts with Drink Had Me. He didn't. It not. was so we t- we talked about this and I was like I think that that is a spectacular suggestion. Um the intro to that song is so good. Um and it could really play out long enough that you c- you could really get the crowd hype 
before he actually comes on stage and starts that first verse. He could. It's okay. He didn't. He still played a 21-song set list. I personally was thrilled. It had some of my favorites on it, such as Drink Had Me. He did play Heads Carolina, the Jody Messina, and he covered it. Not Jordan Davis. Okay, okay. How we many have covers did he pick. have? How many covers? Three. Three? I thought it was four. It might have been four. I don't know one of these songs. It was definitely four. And he has way too many good songs on both of his albums to be doing that many covers at a show. I agree. However. Especially since he, so this was my bone to pick. He dove into almost his whole new album, which is what called, which called, not, is it called Biter? It's not his whole album. His new album is actually coming out, but yes, well, the yeah, previous album was Biter, and yes, it's... And he put out an EP before that. Which I also listened to. Jordan Davis. <laughs> so original. Um, but he, he dove into so many of those album cuts... Which is fine. They're great songs. There's a couple that I don't particularly care for that I wouldn't ever need him to play again. But um, um, but he didn't play one album cut off of Home State, and that just broke my heart. And, you know, I get it. We're to the point now where that album is probably gone and whatever. But there's so many good songs off of it that if you're going to play four covers, just go back to your original music. Where I was, I wasn't happy with the Heads Carolina, but I absolutely love, these would be the more non-singles, um, like obviously, I love Singles You Up, Take It From Me, those things, but like, I love Little Lime, glad he played it. My other favorite would be Lose You. I didn't think he was coming with that, but he sure did play it, was thrilled, and then my other one would be Drink Had Me. So I personally was happy with it. I would have taken off. So these are the ones that I would have taken off. Um, cool Anymore. I love that song. I don't. I need her to be there, though. Um, and I would have taken off Church in a Chevy. I don't love Church in a Chevy, but I know it enough so that I can still sing to it. But I really, I was really impressed. I thought he did great. I could do without those covers, but I do think I give Jordan Davis one more album and we'll have those covers. Cut. Oh, and he sang that Seaforth song, which is fine. Because it's on the radio now, but he didn't need to sing that song either. I could have done without the Tom Petty song. Oh, yeah. I, I, I could have done without all of the covers. I could have done without every single one of them. But we do have to say, Dust on the Bottle is a classic. So if you are going to cover one of them, that's sure, the one that's I'd fine. go for. One is good. One. one is good. Well, and he's always going to do the um, Amos Mosley song, Moses song. I can't remember what it's called. He's always going to do something like that because it's... Louisiana well, if that's he's very he can save that for Louisiana I listen he could have taken that song out and just saying leave in New Orleans <laughs> you didn't get it because we were in the shy town <laughs> sorry he didn't leave Chicago he left New Orleans anyway I love you Jordan Davis don't take it personal <laughs> uh, yeah he did bring Kenzie Porter out though for cool anymore so I was okay with that I really yeah no it's nice when they I, I figured she would do a some duet with someone yeah, lots of duets that were possible. She's a cute girl, so yeah. I, I hope we see more of her soon as well because I think that her duet with Dustin Lynch, that's one of my favorite songs. So then seeing her not with Dustin Lynch, I thought was great. I, I need to know who Mackenzie Porter is now. That's my thing. Yeah. So I was glad she hopped up there with Jordan Davis too, and she sounded great. But I thought he was wonderful. Mm-hmm. 
overall, I would apps. I loved it. Like, don't, don't let like, don't let attitude. Me, fool don't you. let my attitude fool you. I will always love going to a Jordan Davis show. But it was absolutely <laughs> packed by the end of that. And oddly enough, ran into somebody from my hometown in Chicago. So I got to see somebody I danced with. Um, from years ago, and what are the chances at this jam-packed festival that we truly run into someone? I actually think I said something about it, and then was like, oh, there's no way I'll see anybody. Absolutely did. She was right in front of us. So, Tracy, I hope you had a great time with all four of your days at Windy City, because Kara and I were in for one. Yeah. We actually left after Jordan Davis to go grab drinks, um, go to the bathroom. They had a cool recharge station for your phone, and for some reason, my phone was not wanting to hold a charge all weekend. So we'd walk into the United Center, I'd put my little pin in, put my phone in, and then we'd go to the bathroom because long lines. Yeah. It was charging about 10% each time we did that, too. Yeah, so no, like, it was definitely worth it. It was a good thing to I'm have. I'm honestly shocked that they weren't full ever all the time. They, yeah, they were never full. Grabbed our merch. They did have a lot of good merch. I settled for a koozie this time. I got a shirt. Shirt's really cute. But then we were like, we got to get a good spot for Sam. And by we, I said, I got to find a good spot for Sam. Kara was like, I'm fine wherever. <laughs> I was like, I will there touch was, him. Okay, so there was so many people. There was no way we were getting and up front. I'm not normally, like, I don't know. I don't need to be in the in the mix. Like, I don't need to be shoulder to shoulder with people. But there was absolutely no way you weren't, weren't. Yeah. going to be so, shoulder to shoulder with people. When I when we started to walk, I kind of knew that. So I was like, well, if I'm already going to touch people, I might as well get a little bit closer and still be touching people. Yeah. And the cool part about this venue, I, I guess I would only want to call it a venue setup, is that typically you have your catwalk. And then at the end of that catwalk is where they started the, what I would consider a bar on each side. Mm -hmm. So the bar people were in the middle. Which ran all the way back to the sound tent. So it was a very long way that they were still serving you drinks. So if you were in the midst of that crowd, you were still able to access drinks. Whether it be water, seltzer, beer, they had it. Your selection wasn't incredible, but I would say there was six to eight choices. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought that is something that other festivals should also consider because most other festivals, you have to completely leave your area, go, go get, get your drink, drink, and then you have to find and your way back. then come back and push through people. Where this had so many people along that, I'm going to call it a beer walk yeah. instead of a cat walk, yeah. that you were still able to access those drinks and get back to where you were. So what did we do? We stood right next to that bar. Oh, we were on the bar. Because <laughs> I was like, well, there's no one to my left except... The bartenders, the bar. yeah. Um, so out comes Sam Hunt. I'm already, like, hyped. I love this man. Yeah. I can't even tell you what it is. I, well, first of all, he's super gorgeous. gorgeous in my mind. Like, I love him. <laughs> and I couldn't, at this point, it's like I couldn't even tell you what he started with because I'm just so infatuated. Oh, goodness. What did he start with? Well... This is where it comes in from the Strawberry Festival. This was something we hadn't seen before. Right. Since we missed the first three songs before, we were there. All I can remember is that one of the first three songs was Kin Folks because I said, oh, this is, I think that was the song we walked into. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, the crowd was just there. Oh, that was so good. And it's interesting because this festival specifically, Thursday was Willie Nelson, Friday was Tim McGraw. We obviously saw Willie on Friday. Tim McGraw, we had seen a few months ago. Now we're seeing Sam Hunt. And then Sunday was Miranda Lambert. I personally don't know that Sam Hunt fits in that mix. 
No, but his day was spot on. It was wonderful. People were there for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what Friday night looked like. I'm not sure what Sunday night ended up looking like. But I can tell you the crowd was there for Sam Hunt. I mean, it didn't obviously doesn't hurt that it's on a Saturday. No. I do think that that would have been their most busy night. I mean, Thursday was busy. We did see shots of it. But yes, I think that Sam Hunt was a great person to have at this festival. Obviously, he's never going to not be a headliner, but the vibe there was just, it was a party. It was a big party. Mm -hmm. Everyone's singing along. We're all thrilled to see Sam. And then all of a sudden, he starts to come out through what I was calling that beer walk. So, like, he literally hops off the catwalk. In between. And is walking, like, in front of us. Yeah. But oddly enough, like, Veer's, like, what we would consider our right and then he, we couldn't really see him. <laughs> no, because he decided to stand on this, like, little, little nook stage. of a side stage. But it was behind a curtain from, from our vantage point. So, like, you could see him, but not. It was his back, for sure, for what you could see. So the bartenders were nice enough to grab a lot of us. Because, we. I mean, when I say people were lined up, it was still shorter to shorter on that bar. They were grabbing our phones, taking pictures of him, and then handing them right back to us. Yeah, that was great. They did not have to do that. They had an excellent staff in there. So while he's up there, we make friends. Always. We always make friends. There is, if you see us, just start talking to us because we are always going to be friends with whoever wants to hang out with us. And so we make good friends with our friends, Marco, Ty, and Spencer, who were definitely nowhere close to our age. They were way younger than us. It's fine. They were so hype. They were so fun. They were so fun. I definitely do a concert with them again. But Sam Hunt starts to play Make You Miss Me. You would have thought all five of us got broken up with, like, the night before. Oh, we were making someone miss us hardcore. Like... Definitely. There's video footage of it. It will absolutely be put on social media. But between all of us... And I'm not sure they're even old enough to have experienced a breakup. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) They might have their first girlfriends at this point. (laughs) But I can... Someone's gonna miss them. They'll have the experience. They have charisma. They all had the charisma. Yeah. And... I mean, we were like, yeah, hop in our video. And they like did. So we have us all just jamming out to make you miss me. And we sure did. Mm -hmm. And then Sam Hunt went back to the stage. Uh, But they stood near us. And I mean, I don't know. And that energy kept. It did. It kept for the rest of the show. Every song. I mean, it just kept going. And I would say it makes or breaks a concert depending on who's around you. Oh, absolutely. When we were at Jordan Davis or, you know, earlier in the day at Jordan Davis, these girls in front of us, concert etiquette 101. One, please put your hair up. Two, if your hair is still touching your back when your hair is up, please like just fix it. I don't want your hair in my face. I got whacked in the face with the hair. I almost got Tara's knocked girls over. Get knocked, just knocked just out. like by like, okay, I get it. We're shoulder to shoulder, but don't, you know, I got knocked in the head. Like I, beer elbowed. was spilt. Yeah. Like it's. Like, just mind, there's a way to have fun and mind your space because I was absolutely dancing and having fun. And I would say you're going to find more of that at your general admission concerts because we were doing the same exact thing that girl was probably doing when we were at Luke Combs two weeks ago. Yeah. But I had a space because I was assigned a seat. Yes. And I don't feel like I was even still, you know, we talked about our buddy Reese I was very mindful to be big and and dramatic in your space because I know you. Oh, yeah. Whereas I was trying to make sure that I wasn't big and dramatic in his space. <laughs> so 
I think that would be the difference when we were watching Jordan Davis earlier to Sam Hunt later in the evening. The people around us were good people. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, like, they're there for the music. They weren't like, ah, oh, here we are to watch Sam Hunt. They were like, we are here for Sam Hunt. Yeah. And they brought that. So it's always good to make sure when you're at a general admission concert that, I mean, you make friends with the people around you. You're not up on the stage. Like, Sam Hunt's not noticing us, but I'll make everybody else around me notice us. Yeah. We had a great time. I, I, like, would, I like the whole vibe around us. The only thing that I think I would even change about Windy City Smokeout at all was because it was so packed when we went to leave, all I could think was, and this obviously shows my age, I'm going, this is a fire hazard. No, seriously, me <laughs> too. <laughs> it really was. In the back of my mind, and I will say even all night, I got out of that once the music started and I started really having a good time. But yeah. when we were just getting up into the crowd, I get a little bit of that like, it's being anxiety, anxious. Yeah. like just having so many people around you and you know, just not to like bring it down or anything, but the state of the world we're in right now, it just seems you like you have to know. be hyper aware all the time. And so at the beginning I was very much like, this is too close. There's way too many people here. But that, you know, when you start getting into the groove of, of what you're there for, it th- that goes away. Yeah, I almost think for that, all they need to do is have another exit almost closer to the front. Like, open a gate. Right. Up Just front to the, spill yeah. more out. Yeah. But overall, I mean, I wouldn't even say overall. We'll absolutely be there next year. July 13th through the 16th. If you want to hit us up to... <laughs> Come along. Whether we're... Know. We don't know if we're road tripping. <laughs> we don't know where we're staying yet. But we will be at the Windy City Smokeout because I need more of that food. I need more Insta-worthy pics. Oh, yeah. No, I got to try more than just the barbecue ribs. That's for sure. But I definitely, I mean, as soon as we knew it was Sam Hunt, I was like, in. I'm in. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad because the only other time he'll be in Florida is when we are seeing Morgan Wallen. So I am very glad we made this trip to Chicago. I would have listened to that man sing the alphabet. Well, I'd listen to a lot of people sing the alphabet. (laughs) His would probably be in the, he'd top, be at the top yeah he'd be at the top but but <laughs> i really enjoyed it i definitely want to check it out again mm-hmm. and get the whole experience so i guess festivals are just going to be our thing here soon apparently got so many on the list <laughs> i know so hold on we also need to give a shout out oh leaving the concert we ran into Catherine and delaney Catherine and delaney so shout out to Catherine and delaney they we said we would so you better be listening <laughs> Yeah, all these people, you know, getting so many shout outs. This is an episode for some real good shout outs today. So, but I mean, that goes to show you that the people at this festival were good. Mm -hmm. I've been to some rowdy ones. This wasn't it. There was no pushing. There was no no shoving. I didn't see any nastiness. Like, I thought it was really great. So, like, I don't know if it's because, like, I don't know, maybe they don't have a ton of festivals in Chicago. (laughs) so they're just all very polite i don't know they're happy i don't know i visit again just for that i was like wow everyone here is so great even in like as we were walking away when people could be like we started talking to a guy as we walked away yeah and so it's just that makes your concert experience so much better so can't wait till next year july 13th through the 16th guess we'll be in chicago definitely not or definitely yes uh, apparently carol won't be <laughs> i will absolutely be there um if you see any of our stuff on social media, also hit us up with some things to do in Chicago because this festival does give you just a slight little bit of time for sightseeing. And 
we went and saw the bean, the bean at Millennium Park, and it's like any other tourist trap. It really wasn't all that exciting, but it's things that you need to see. I got a picture. So we do want to make a list of things that we need to see in Chicago, and then things that maybe aren't so touristy that are still like places to eat too. Fun. Yeah. Don't give me some deep dish pizza recommendation. I I get it. <laughs> There's got to be other things in Chicago. Absolutely. So. so hit us up with your recommendations so we can put those on our list for next time. Yep. For sure. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to season one of Get In. We're going to. We hope you've enjoyed our adventures so far and can't wait to continue them soon. In the meantime, don't forget to catch up on any missed episodes and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Get In Going To. Subscribe to our podcast on all sorts of different platforms like Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And don't forget to give us five stars. 